Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it is, wherever you are, because some people might listen to this outside Sheffield, you never know, seems highly unlikely, but anyway. Um, so welcome to podcast, Help Sheffield podcast, episode 23, I think. Uh, this week we've got me, Elf One. Oh, in case I don't mention it, guest of the day, uh, we like to refer to ourselves as Elves. And if I don't know if you've ever noticed this on Twitter, it's due to having death threats in the past due to our tweeting activities, so I don't put my new name on there. Um, so we've got Elf One, because <laughs> that's the start of the start of it, isn't it? Um, elf, um, elf Two, are you there? Hello. Hello. Oh, you've done words and everything. It says you're muted, but apparently you, you're here. So that's interesting. So you've done well. And as seems to be the trend these days, we have a guest. And our guest this week is going to introduce herself. <laughs> Louise to go along. <laughs> I was waiting for a drum roll. Oh, <laughs> uh, I could have done that, but I didn't realise. Yeah. Uh, should we try again? Yeah, um, let's try this, again. I guess this week is, don't edit this out, Elf 2, this is staying in. I guess this week is... <laughs> Louise to go along. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was the idea. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll perfect that for future performances. Yeah, um, great, yeah. Thanks. Louisa, um, so... What do you do and what brings you to our little podcast this week, month, or whatever we are? So um, I manage an arts charity called Ignite Imaginations and we run events and workshops across the city with, um, I suppose, within mind trying to connect people with themselves, with their communities, with their creativity and celebrate the community and bring people together mainly. So I suppose I'm here just to talk about that and how we've been getting on over these past few months. Okay. How long have you been running this Ignite Imaginations? Um, so I've been in this post for the past 12 years okay. and Ignite Imaginations has been running since 2004. We used to be called Art in the Park and then okay. we changed our name when we turned 10. What, just on a birthday? Just thought, oh, we're going to change on a birthday. <laughs> I used, to, I used to be called Derek as a child, and then I became Elf when I was 10. When, <laughs> yeah. when the same sort of way. <laughs> um, so so did you, you didn't start the company, charity, then? No. Uh, no, no, it was founded um, by a lady called Rowanna Heller. And then two years after she founded it, and we were operating as a really small charity, she went on maternity leave, and I was her cover on a two-month contract with tiny amount of money in the bank that probably couldn't pay us a month after and we just sat and waited for a arts council fund to come in that I hadn't written so it's very nerve-wracking uh, and here I am 12 years later Rowanna didn't come back and has consequently had three children I think um, <laughs> she was really not <laughs> wanted to do that job <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going back more kids please um, I think that's how it works um, so, so you say about the community, so obviously we're a bit involved in the old community with Help Sheffield and all that side of business, so mm. do you have a particular remit in terms of community, how do you define community in your statement there? Mm. Anybody and everybody? Or? Yeah, um, for us it's about working with people that don't ordinarily get the opportunity to engage with creative activities, um, to have the opportunity to explore their imagination I suppose and for us that used to mean certain parts of the city in the very beginnings we'd be quite specific about where we worked but I think since certainly since Covid but certainly since things like loneliness has become much more of an agenda we've been able to work right across the city with all groupings of people all ages all backgrounds 
and really try and provide opportunities that people wouldn't ordinarily have. Um, where are you actually based? So are you based we anywhere? Were... You're yeah. currently in your Arctic bedroom by the look of it. <laughs> I am in my Arctic bedroom and we've actually just given up our office. Um, it's not really fit for purpose and I think Covid's kind of pushed our hand a bit. There's only six of us and the room was tiny so it wouldn't work social distancing wise. But we, we work right across the city so we're doing projects up in Darnall, Sharrow, Fervale, um, across the city with people over 50. So it's really wide ranging and a lot of it depends on where there's a need or partners and where we can develop some really exciting projects. And what sort of art do you sort of specialise or focus on? Are you painters, those? What, what's your art? Or is it really that varied as well? Yeah, we've got 25 freelance artists and they're mainly visual artists. So that, that ranges from photography to mixed media to sculpture to textiles. So we basically work with local partners to develop projects and that could be anything from um, an intergenerational project in a sheltered housing scheme or family workshops in libraries across summer, for example. And we then match the artist to the project depending on what's needed. And sometimes we're producing big pieces of artwork afterwards or we're creating a film or an exhibition, for example. Okay, so do, who, how do people get involved with you if they want to from either side, from either like a, a client, I don't know what your words you prefer to use, a client or a, an artist, do you have more space on your roster if required? Yeah, yeah, um, so we say, we usually say participant, but um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody uses different words, but you know, we're, we are participatory arts, so it's all about people getting involved and somebody said to me something really nice the other day, he said we create work with rather than work at so it's very much about really engaging with people and, and supporting them to explore their skills and their imagination um, we, in terms of our artists we're not currently recruiting but we do recruit and so we just put that on our social media so people can just look for us on so, um, Facebook and Twitter and then in can terms you... of go on sorry don't matter go on come in just in terms of projects there's lots of um we do quite a lot of closed projects but where we're working with certain specific groups but we do also do open access stuff particularly at the moment on zoom um family workshops for the library service for example and people can okay. find all of that on our website so just while i remember just tell us what your website your facebook and your twitter are if you've got them in your head yeah yeah so it's um it's at ignite chef on facebook and it's at ignite underscore chef on twitter and on um, our, our website is igniteimaginations.org.uk and all the details are on there. Okay, so do typically, so if there's a housing um, association or whatever, do they come to you or do they, yeah, they come to you and say, do us some art and you turn up and do them some art? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So I, I might have simplified the process there somewhat. <laughs> yeah, uh, so an example might be housing association might say, Look, we, we don't really know how to contact our local residents. We don't really know what's going on with them. We kind of need to find out how they are and what they want in the area. So then we might develop a project that looks at how we can creatively consult with the people in the local area and do some workshops in local groups or schools or be out on the street and be doing something really creatively engaging to get people to talk to us and then feed that back to the partner. But um, 
I, I don't know if I, I, one example at the moment of projects that we're doing is through Arts Council and National Lottery funding and we're actually trying to design art installations that will pop up in communities like Darnell and Sharrow that are reflecting people's experiences of the past year. Oh, there have been some experiences in the past year. <laughs> I think there's going to continue to be some experiences as well, um, unfortunately. But you know, yeah. it, it might people might come out of it all differently. You never know. I'm hoping for some renewed positivity and energy when it all yeah. um, well, sorts itself out. Definitely. Sorry, I was just going to say. I think there's something about you know you've got to think about where there's been positives and negatives and how communities have having enjoyed things or um, celebrated things but also found things difficult and so I think that's where creativity can really help go through those processes of reflecting and showcasing really the reality of how things have been for people. Yeah I think obviously it's affected everybody differently with them. Yeah. You, you get your energy out there. I think I might have started doing some painting. I think I bought more of a sort of um, some sort of Jackson Pollock throwing stuff at a wall kind of painting to my anger, right. some serious rage. <laughs> Commonly. Um, so I think the one thing that I know Ignite Imaginations for, and um, possibly is it would you say it's your most famous thing that you do is the Sharon Lantern Festival? I knew uh, it was gonna come up. I, I, so, I was just <laughs> or do you want not want it to come up? So that's like um, well, ask that question. Because <laughs> it's not Ignite Imaginations. Oh. So the, the only common denominator is me. Oh, so okay. Um, it's fine though, lots of people, and that's fine for it to cross over as well, but basically um, I've been running Sharon Lantern Carnival on a voluntary basis for the past 13 years um, and stopped last year because I had a baby um, and then obviously it didn't happen this year anyway. So that's been a voluntary role running the carnival in Sharon, which has been fab and it's been a beautiful annual event each year and as a result Ignite Imaginations have also then been able to um, I suppose piggyback on my experience in Sharrow and my contacts with Sharrow, we've actually been running our own little carnival called Autumn Carnival um, every autumn for the past five years and that's been around Highfield Adventure Playground and a lot of the streets in Sharrow in, or, in October or November um, trying to I suppose bring the community together around what has been quite a difficult time of year um, especially in terms of youth groups, it, it, a few years ago there was some real trouble and issues around the time. I, um, I remember that, that particular video. In fact, so, there were some yeah. similar videos on um, Ecclesaw Road the other night. Some Someone decided right. fireworks at cars was a good idea. I'm not right. sure it is. We actually won an award. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a good idea. <laughs> we actually won an award with our partners for that project through the police. South Yorkshire Police Commission um, a few years ago because it was real helped with really reducing the amount of antisocial behaviour on on the night of bonfire night or the, on the weekend. Yeah. So this year we're, do, we're actually doing it again, but obviously with lots of restrictions, we can't yeah. operate down the street. So on the seventh of November, so in a couple of weeks' time, we're um, actually encouraging people on the route. So it's basically around. Um, South View Road, Vincent Road, and a bit into Lansdowne, Club, down Club Garden Road as well. Yeah. We uh, encourage people to come out of their houses, onto their steps and out of their doors and looking out the windows, make their own little lantern. And, uh, and then we're going to have six large lanterns parading along the streets, along with a samba band and some hopefully some fire spinning or um, light-related entertainment. Okay, so sounds good. Yeah, we're thinking about things a bit differently this year, but still 
want to bring people together on that weekend. What night is the 7th of November? It's a Saturday. Okay. Oh, so that that means that now you've put a date in there. That means we have to launch this podcast prior to that day. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> there's, there's, a de- there's a deadline. Because there's a deadline. Oh, I just roll it out sometime around Christmas. Brilliant. <laughs> it's half five till half six on the 7th of November. Stand outside your doors. And you can right. get a free um, pack to make your own lantern from Shara Community Forum as of Monday this week. But you can okay. Um, no, that's fine. Um, we, um, we might get that managed to do that before Monday. Um, I would like to. Um, oh, you, 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 you've spoken. Yeah, well, occasionally, you know. Oh, thought that was just my job. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, plenty of time. I'm glad you volunteered for that elf too. Sounds like a job that you've got your um, written all over you. And um, so you said you've got a few projects coming up in the autumn. So that's one. So um, what else we got going on currently? Is there yeah. anything that anyone can get involved in or are they closed um, events This might be a bit early for your edit, but we've got a workshop um, next Tuesday on Zoom um, through the library service. So that's a family workshop. There's creative writing and all okay. the details are on our website. And everything's free that we do. And then most of the other things we've got coming up won't be closed but at the moment we're just in development so we are going to be doing some immersive creative experiences and art installations in lots of different communities like i said before darnell sharrow um the vale uh where else are we up at shire green so again all this details will be on the website but we'll be popping up some really nice creative interventions that people can get involved in so we've got ceramic cogs and bees and um, <laughs> projections of people's photographs so there'll be lots happening that people can go and see basically right. between now and january do you find sheffield's um an arty place or do you think it's the accessibility that's um, a thing i don't know i think people have a traditional idea of sheffield being a bit oh arty it's for other people that do you <laughs> find that as a problem or is it just the accessibility once they get into it like oh i actually like this just curious, I have no answer to that question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think for us, what we tend to do is pick a theme. So it might be what makes me me, where am I from, have I got a voice? And so having a theme that is relevant to a community or a group, then using creativity to explore the theme means that most people have something to say or to show for it. And okay. so we're not asking people to do a watercolour painting, for example, unless they want to. It's about representing their thoughts and their feelings. So hopefully that means that it, it is open to, to anybody that wants to get involved. Okay, great. I watched um, something on Netflix last night. I don't know if you've seen the, it's called Abstract, The Art of Design. Oh. Yeah. And she was um, a woman that I watched on the episode last night. Um, it's just two series of design-based stuff. So it's a bloke who does Instagram and a woman who designs kids' toys, or she won't like to call them kids' toys. And when she says she does design things, she doesn't actually say, draw me a cup. She says, draw me 10 things that you can carry water in. So it actually mm-hmm. opens up people's imagination rather than just going, oh, I'm just gonna go 10 different types of cup. Um, yeah. Some which base she used, uh, but I thought it was quite interesting. I'm very yeah. non-arty. Um, so I'm, if any of these questions or comments are ridiculous, then that's because I have no idea what I'm talking about. No, no. I, I just do talking and typing. 
um, badly on both centres. Um, do, do you have any questions there, Mr. Elf too? No, nothing from me. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Thanks. Well, lovely intervention that was. Yeah. Um, Louisa then, so um, is there anything else you'd like to um, pop up to tell people about? Where to look to find you or anything that you've got going on? Um, I know you've got things to do, so I don't want to... Um, no, it's fine, no. Pick your head to me silly questions. No, I suppose maybe it might be nice for me to just say what we've how we've kind of changed things since lockdown. Okay, um, yep. If that's, that's yeah, alright. Um, yeah, sure, so... Sure thing, I'm just here to be annoying. Oh great, well that's fine then, I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> well, so I've yeah. changed during lockdown, so you've gone presumably more zoomy. We've gone more zoomy, so it's really difficult to think about what is participatory arts when people aren't seeing one another, and so how do we get people to participate? Uh, yeah. in a meaningful way and a lot of people we work with don't necessarily have the internet or computers for example or don't even want to engage with it which is fine and so we've done a combination of things so some things have been on zoom workshops live workshops which has gone actually really well um, and it means we've been able to reach people again that we wouldn't normally so one young man for example came to one of our workshops and then went he was at his grandparents and went home to London and then was able to get involved with the workshop the week after which never would happen. <laughs> this is true. That's really nice and um, and then we've been doing pre-recorded workshops so we've got loads of videos on our website of sort of 15-20 minute workshops people can just pick up when they want and there's a description of how they can go about um, the instructions, sorry, for each of the workshops there and materials that they need. Yeah. And then we have we have actually been doing face-to-face -face stuff, so lots of small workshops with people with complex needs, for example, and um, also a couple of workshops up at Parson Cross, working with children and young people there and in Sharrow. So face-to-face -face stuff is still happening, but it's yeah. really interesting thinking about what provision looks like and what is needed in times like this to bring people together maybe Just without bringing people together <laughs> <laughs> metaphorically speaking um yeah. so these the workshops that you've got on the website will they be like suitable things for kids during half term so if we can get yeah. this out soon enough then that's the kind of thing that we're looking at do you, yeah. do you tend to focus on children or is it adults and children or so ever wants to turn up a lot of things so with no it's all all age groups so with the mainly with open access workshops a lot of them are for families and children often because yeah. it's through library service for example so you know we can um, engage with anybody we do have a big project with over 50s working with age better in sheffield mm -hmm. and um, one of them is called startup and we help anybody over the age of 50 start up their own projects there's 200 pounds to help them start it up and Basically, we can help them develop their ideas, their budget, their marketing, insurance, etc. So we've helped people everything from martial arts to gardening groups. Um, awesome. As small businesses or as community yeah. groups or just anything community that they... Groups. Yeah, it's more okay. kind of people that want to connect with others, maybe want to make new friends or maybe want to develop a new skill. So it's all um, volunteer-based and yeah. anybody really anybody that's got an idea that wants to just connect with others obviously things are a bit different now but I don't see why people can't still feel connected and um, meet online or in safe ways I don't think that's, that's safe ways anymore I thought it got taken over 
<laughs> Sorry, it's a really, it's a really bad supermarket joke. It's a very limited category. That oh I dear, dear, dear. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get it. Oh. oh. Um, sorry, I do apologise. Yeah, I, I definitely need to make new friends. It's just me and Elf too, and then that's about it. Wow. We don't, we don't talk much. Find we somebody do, over fifty. Well, yeah, that's. Um, I don't know anyone over fifty. <laughs> so, um, so if you've got to scootle off, um, I will leave you to it. I don't know if you have any final words, and we will put this out onto Internet Web as great. soon as we can. Thank you. Yeah, if you could just share it with me when you've done that, that'd be great. Yeah, I'll copy your social media things in and Thank give you a link to. If anybody is looking for the podcast, I don't know if anybody actually where they get them from. Uh, we put it on a. Um, um, a website called Buzzsprout. And Buzzsprout basically kicks the podcast out to all the sort of standard things like Spotify and to Apple. Um, and then it also goes on to our website, which is www.helpmycity.co.uk. Um, so it'll be on there as and when we get down to it right. and sort that out. So yeah, there's blogs. If anybody wants to, I don't know if you ever encounter anybody who wants to do podcasts, um, Louisa, or if anybody does actual blogs um i just accept blogs from people contributors if that's a word um mm -hmm. so if anybody wants to do that send them that way if you want to get their word out there it's not got the world's greatest following but you know keeps me busy keeps me off the streets yeah, keeps me out of safe ways <laughs> <laughs> okay no. so, yeah, i'll be on there as soon as we um, sort our lives out and put it up thank you well, thanks Much a lot. Appreciated. All Cheers, right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.